dependable and local news and talk with Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay in the mornings, 5 to 9. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr, mornings 9 to 11. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. Dave Ramsey, 1 to 4. Pensacola Right Now with Bobby Rossi, afternoons 4 to 7. And Lars Larson, only on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It is Pep Talk. Jenna is on a vacation, well-deserved vacation, for just a few days, and she comes back next week. I hope. <laughs> so, who do we have today? What's your name? I am Joan Irby, and I'm from the Guardian Ad Litem program. Now, will you explain that? To, uh, to, what is it if, if somebody's never heard of this? Yeah, so what we do is we work with kids in the foster care system. So when a child comes in to foster care, there's a lot of parties involved. And what we do is we work towards the child's best interest. Mm-hmm. So when the child comes in, they get um, assigned an attorney, a best interest attorney that's working for the child's best interest while they're in foster care, and a case manager. And what we do in our program is we add then a volunteer to that model that's the one that meets with the child on a monthly basis. Oh, wow. And make sure that everything is on the up and up in foster yeah, care. And, and making sure that they have a safe and, person mm-hmm. in their life, which, you know, it's hard to realize if you come from a anywhere similar you know, a normal family to think that there is a seven-year-old that has nobody in their life that they can trust to tell anything to, doesn't have a safe person in their life. So that's what we aim to be. My gosh. And it's so, I never, I hadn't heard of the program before and I was in foster care as a baby and then as an older, as a, and then, but not for very long, uh-huh. you know, but there's my nephews and niece, they're fine. You know what right. I mean? But you do hear horror stories. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I have a friend named Joel is like, I'm going to do this guardian ad litem program. And he wasn't a lawyer or right. anything, but he was uh, the volunteer, th- th- right, to the kid, and that just blew my mind. How long has this program existed? It's been in the state of Florida over forty years. Um, nationwide, we're under the CASA umbrella, which is Court Appointed Special Advocate. And oh, it's, okay. It's got that same little heart sign mm-hmm. that you see on on my uh, pamphlet there. That's right. Um, and CASA is nationwide, so in the state of Florida, but it's not done the same way in any state. So we're really blessed in Florida that it's a state organization, a state office, and we're funded by the state. That way, when people donate money to the nonprofit side, mm-hmm. it's just for needs of the kids. It's not for administrative things. Like right. me or my cell phone, mm-hmm. you know, or our attorneys and social workers. Wow. That's amazing. It's, it's a great program. How long have you been with this program? I I started volunteering 12 years ago. You started as a volunteer? I did. Oh, somebody, I love that. Yeah, somebody came to my church and talked about it. I was like, oh, no, babies, because my kids were in high uh, school and middle school. Sure. And so I started um, then, and I just kept bringing my friends in, because it just made so much sense for this one-on-one relationship with these people, because in case management, and, you know, I know a lot more today because oh this my is gosh. not my background at all. Oh, I was, I was realtor, ask, yeah. yeah, realtor, marketing major. Oh, that's how I know you. Oh. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I know the name. I'm like, how do I know her? Yes, yeah, yeah sorry. I've been a Joan Irby. Yes, it, you still years in the area. Real? I still have. Okay. I still have my license. <laughs> I thought um, so. Okay, sorry. Yeah, and yeah, that's, Joan, that's um, that Joan Irby. That Joan Irby. Yeah, but this has been like my passion for the last ten years. So I was bringing all my friends in, and they came to me, and they're like. 
do you want to be the recruiter? I'm like, sure, and and have a state job and do all that. So it was just, um, you know, a God thing because it was like I wasn't looking for a career or a job, and I really knew nothing about nothing. And that's the kind of what I can offer to volunteers is you don't have to know anything about the system. You don't have to have been raised in this kind of environment. You don't right. have to know what it's like to be abused. You know, we can we can use just about anybody. You know, I do have a few. You have to pass a, a level two background. Oh, absolutely, sure. Over I imagine twenty-one, yeah. and a, a, you know that clean criminal background is so important, and we need a year commitment. So mm-hmm. that um, you know that's kind of the requirement. So we do the training, and we're partnering you with the experts in case management. In any kind of case management, you can have anywhere from thirty to eighty kids on a caseload. Oh my goodness! You, right, and I've heard that. That's yes, crazy, and that's kind of the norm. You know, and really any wow. kind of any kind of case management, whether you work at the VA or you know, no, with that's the elderly. You're right. You're right. That's case management. So. For us to do this as a program in the state, it just, you know, maybe not a lot of government things make sense, but this really makes Absolutely. sense. So this is know? a government program. It that's... is. It is. And that's why that's why when I told you um, when I was talking to you before we mm-hmm. started that we have this foundation. So the Northwest Guardian Adelaide Foundation can do things we can't do as a state agency, like raise money for mm-hmm. needs of the children while they're in care. Um, you know, our goal is that children have normalcy which i know that's a relative i know that's the word yeah right but you know we want them to be able to be in the band and go to camp sure you know get a yearbook whatever that looks like and whatever they call them now i don't know but annuals um i I don't know i know (laughs) um, but just to be able to do those things that everybody else you know gets to do while they're while they're young man it's it's, this is such an amazing program and it It certainly hits my heart and jenna's i know as well and uh, that's part of the trip thing that she's on but i'll yeah. I'll let her talk about yes, it. You probably know she told yes. everybody, but uh, it's uh, it's pretty wild. And this is just such an amazing program. Uh, I do want to talk about the foundation and ways that you can help. Um, so stick with us. You're going to be with us for like an hour, right? I'm so excited. I'm saying, yes. yeah, I you know, whether you want to or not. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Joan Irby, the realtor. And that is neat. And I wanted you to talk about your story, too, on how this happened again. And I know somebody spoke right. at your church but uh, and, and how we get others involved. We'll talk about the foundation coming up next. This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but there is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on the guard line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The garden line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports. Subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. 
The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. Do it, Joan. And they stay there. Joan Irby from Guardian Adelina. We were talking off the air. She just knows everybody. You do know everybody. Yeah, I've been I've been doing this for a while and in real estate for years, so yeah. Which, again, it's so funny because you'll see her and go, oh, man, I know I know her. And then I know the name. And, yes, real estate and just knowing her. You should run for something because you don't have enough going on. No, 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 no. Why does everybody say that? Uh, Guardian Adelina, this is, again, certainly something that's, that's close to my heart and amazing that we've had this program. And uh, it's been in Florida for 40 years. Uh, tell us about the foundation and what that does and how somebody can get involved and, and donate. So what happens is because we're a state agency, mm-hmm. we can't take funds, you know, for stuff like that. And, and like I said, the good thing about that is that when they do get money, it goes for needs of the children. We have a volunteer um, foundation. Everybody on it is a volunteer, Mm -hmm. except for the accountant, because we want all that stuff to be legit. And we have great people that have stepped up. And actually, everybody on the board, except the accountant, are actually volunteers with Guardian Ad Litem, too. So that's so great. It's just they really know the heart of the program. Oh, of course. And the biggest thing um, that they do is uh, needs of the kids. They have a children in need fund. So whenever the volunteer, we don't want this to be a burden on a volunteer to have to provide monetary things. Sure. So, you know, the child needs, I had a child one time, um, cause I still get to volunteer a child that needed a new pair of glasses, seven years old, had lost his glasses uh. and you get one pair of Medicaid a year, you know? Oh well, yeah. <laughs> he lost his glasses. And so the board, you know, paid for a new pair of glasses, but it also, you know, it doesn't always have to be those kind of needs. It really can be those kind of wishes kind of things. I want to play baseball. I want to be in the band. I need, I want to go to camp. You know, we had this past year, we had a little girl that had made cheerleading. Um, I can't even remember what high school it was, but she made cheerleading in one of the high schools and it was, it's very expensive. It's expensive to do any sport. Yeah. I don't have kids, but yeah, Yeah, all my friends do. Like John. Yeah. And, (laughs) and so she wanted, and most of the stuff they were getting, you know, the other parents were helping and all this kind of stuff. And, um, but this camp that they were going to at Florida state was pretty expensive so oh that yes yes yeah i know i know several people that have gone to that yeah the board actually did that and then they did our christmas um our christmas this year because we do like an angel tree you know and they donate um unfortunately you know i talk about wanting people to volunteer with guardian ad litem you know but if people can do more than that we are so low on foster homes in this area. Yes. We need yes. more foster homes. We need more local adoptions. You know, if that's somebody's heart, it's time. You need to step up and do it. When I first started 12 years ago, we might have adoptions uh, once a quarter. You know, once every three months, we'd have a little adoption ceremony and there'd be four or five kids. 
we have adoptions every month. Oh, that's and great. Sometimes two or three times a month. Oh, that's so, amazing. Um, yeah, it is. It is very good, and it's very. Um, it's a good outcome. Now we, just like everybody else that works in this, knows that the families are the best place for children. Sure. You know, and um, a lot, a lot of times these kids will age out you know, in the foster care system without that permanency. And that's not what we fight for with the program. The good thing about that is, though, there's services now through the state where they can get their college paid for. Mm -hmm. They give, um, it automatically goes to 21 now because if you've been in foster care, you might have been retained or had a do-over during school at some point. Right. In school. So, um, you know, goes to 21 and that college is paid for, trade school, or if you have a full-time uh, job you get a living stipend. That's amazing. I, I saw this. You handed me a pamphlet when you walked in, and I almost cried reading the. You know, at eighteen, and you're handed a bag of belongings because you've aged out of the system. Oh, it's, and that happens all the time. And, yeah. and you know, the thing is, when I first started, it's there's been a lot of transition in the years that I've been here. But when I first started, I went to a a, a child's fifteen and a half year. Um, court date and it basically was preparing you for adulthood if you're not going to uh, be adopted or be in a permanent guardianship situation you're just going to kind of age out in foster care and uh it was so distressing to me because at that point all they basically say is we've got your social security card we're going to teach you how to apply for ebt for wic you know for Mm -hmm. hud housing it's like could we just put them in the circle of poverty? You know, can we? Yeah, just absolutely. Yeah, my gosh, and it's so hard to them. lift yourself up. Any, yes. anyway, with a family, much less without any with any support. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, what we, you know, we work hard. We want. We would love for more organizations to step up to start working with some of these aging out teens. Um, we don't keep a lot in this area because, like I said, you know, if you are a foster parent, most of them want those little kids. You know, they yeah. want babies. Mm-hmm. They want. They want the little kids, so sometimes it's harder for our older teens. That to to even find care. the foster place, yes, yeah. let alone get it down. And the last yeah. thing we want to do is put them in group homes because, you know, that's those are not usually really good situations, you know. So, anyway. Sorry, I know. I'm like, trying not to <laughs> cry like, over here. This is yeah, amazing, it, it the is. stuff that you do. And it, it, some people wouldn't think about it. And, and I'm glad that you haven't had to think oh, wow, foster care, because it right. hasn't happened to you. And it's not its not always the worst thing in the world. Sometimes it's right. the best thing in the right. world, it to be honest. saving grace, so to sure. speak. But there are people, and, uh, and I'm not... Don't, I'm not calling people out or anything like right. that, but it, it's hard. And of course, it's hard anyway now, uh, money wise. And, uh, oh, yeah. but yeah, with the aging out, that just, again, that is mind blowing. And um, a lot of times, if you don't have that support system, sometimes people end up in jail. And I know it's, we talk about that with the sheriff's department all the time. Well, poverty is the leading cause. That's the statistics is if you yeah. age out of foster care at 18 within two years, 25% will be incarcerated. And another 25% will be homeless. Yeah. So kind of my goal for this year, which, you know, we all have to have our goals for the year. No, sure. And kind of, a, a, kind of my career goal for this is get more, you were saying run for office. I don't want to run for office. But Should run for office, get but more, go ahead. <laughs> get more involved with the legislation kind of stuff and local stuff because, you know, our problems in Pensacola, homelessness, crime. If you look at those statistics, how many of those people come from foster Absolutely. care? Sure. How many of them have been in the system? If we don't make a difference when they're young, 
that's the people that are asking you at Publix on night. I got three kids in the car. I need money for gas, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is yeah. it. So um, I did presentation for the employees at Santa Rosa Correctional back a few years ago. Okay. And I was looking up statistics because I'm like trying to give them some hope. Mm -hmm. Why don't you come work with a little child? <laughs> of course, and maybe yeah. they won't end up here, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but I started looking up statistics. And at that point, it was a while ago, I looked up and on death row, all but like a handful of death row inmates had been in the system. At had been in the point. system. I saw that man at Charles Manson. Not to. And, well, I mean, you can I know. go down the list of them. Absolutely. And it's just, it's gut wrenching. And it's not, I mean, you know, as a Christian, take my badge off. You know, <laughs> I say I don't blame parents all the time. Not all the time because Adam and Eve, look what they did. You know, and it's like, and look what their kids did, you know. So I don't always. <laughs> I don't always I know, right. blame parents. You know, that's not always the cause. But a lot of the time, you know, there's there's family situations and there are things. But the other thing, when I started doing this, like I was in Gulf Breeze, you know, my kids are going to Gulf Breeze, mm -hmm. Navarre High School. And it was like, oh, we don't have those problems. My circle of friends, oh, we don't need to, we don't need to know about that. We don't need to right, help those right. kids. And I'm like, if we don't help these kids, they're going to be the ones getting our kids in trouble. Mm -hmm. Your good kids, they're going to learn about drugs. They're going to learn about premarital sex. They're going to learn about all the things you're trying to keep them from, from my little kids, because that's all they know. That's right. And they're going to be the ones going into DJJ. And then you wonder how your kid knows all this stuff because nobody took time to make a difference in this child's life when they were younger. Right. And there's a lot of kids, I'm sure, that have had that difference made in their life. Oh, and yeah. It certainly affected them. We'll talk about that. We'll come right back. We're with Joan Irby uh, with Guardian Ed Lightham. We'll let you know how to get involved, how to volunteer. All of that's coming up. It's 9.53. It's Pep Talk. Is your house making you sick? If you have high indoor humidity levels due to excess moisture, it could be. High humidity levels cause mold, mildew, and bacterial growth, among other things, and are very hazardous to your health. If you have condensation on your vents or windows, blistering paint, or cupping hardwood floors, it's time to call Southern Climate Solutions. They'll customize a permanent solution to control your indoor environment, eliminating the hazards of high humidity and excess moisture. Find them online at southernclimatesolutions.com. The cost of health care is all in the news. Tune in Tuesday morning at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel as ProHealth will be the guest and we'll be discussing how ProHealth medical membership programs can help you take out the stress and cost of health care. That's Tuesday morning at 10 as ProHealth will be the guest on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Friday night, all 20s gangsters, mobsters, politicians, and malls will gather at the Bootleg Ball at the Museum of Commerce. Wear your 20s attire for the fundraising benefiting the University of West Florida Historic Trust. Visit Pensacola.com for more. Dress up or dress down and join the Pensacola Symphony for the annual Beethoven and Blue Jeans performance Saturday night at the Sanger Theater. Get ticket info at PensacolaSymphony.com. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. After Pap Talk with Jenna Barr on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. That's Katrina in the White Well, 
like I'm in music radio. Katrina the Way is walking on sunshine. It's at Candy. I'm sitting in for Jenna today. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable, and one of the best... Is it agencies? Should I say that? Office. Office? It's One a of the state p- office. 100% yes. that, that you could have that we sincerely need. And sometimes you don't think about it. I had a Better Business Bureau in just a little bit earlier with my friend Tammy Ward. And uh, like she has a thankless job. I, I, I She didn't say that, but we take it for granted and <laughs> yes. how, how wonderful they are that uh, we're just used to the Better Business Bureau. And sometimes you might not realize that there is a guardian ad litem program and or that we have this need because you haven't been affected by it. Right. And we have almost 17, well, right over now, 1,700 kids in the first circuit. So I work in Escambia, Santa Rosa County. I'm the community outreach coordinator. And then, but the first circuit goes all the way to Okaloosa Walton. So these four counties are considered the first circuit. How many kids? Um, just over 1,700. Oh my gosh. That's so many. And I think probably about 800 and something here in Escambia County. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And it's, it's, it, they could be in the foster system for, you know, any re there's several reasons that uh, kids go into foster care. Um, And sometimes they come out and I know that that's the hope, right. To, to go back with your family. We're all fighting towards that. Unless it's real egregious crimes. Sure. We all fight towards reunification. That's the goal. Um, You know, when Rick Scott came in as the governor, he changed the, the time frame. So it used to be 18 months. Um, from the time that you're removed till permanency. Okay. And they changed it. He changed it to 12 months. And then they started something called early childhood court. And that actually changed it to nine months if they're under two years old, because we know those kids under two are highly adoptable, you know, so they want to make sure that they don't languish in the system. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Languish in the system, you know, while the parents are getting their stuff together. But, you know, it's also kind of that, rock in a hard place because then you've got somebody maybe that's been misusing substance for 10 years has a baby now we expect you to get your life clean a house a place to live a car a job all within a certain period of time i know that's got to be hard and it is hard and you know it's it's we want to support families whenever we can but we have to keep our main focus you know everybody has their lane in life and our lane is a as an office, is the child's best interest. Sure. So what does that look like? And, you know, Manifest Best Interest is written out in Chapter chapter 49 in the, the state um, um, laws and, mm-hmm. and regulations or whatever. All of that has to do with child welfare. And that's all very specific on what best interest looks like. And I'm not an attorney, so I can't talk about <laughs> that. But, yeah. But my pay grade, I'm just trying to get the volunteers in. So, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And there are, and how do you volunteer? So what you do is you meet with the child on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. It's a court order. So when that child comes in, so if um, the 1-800-96-ABUSE line is called, which that is the, everybody uses that line. And if you see something, you say something. Now, I'm not saying somebody just spanked their child in the Walmart parking lot. Now we're calling 1-800. You know what I'm talking right, about. Right, sure, sure. Especially if it's something that... You're very aware of like your neighbors, your kids' friends. I mean, those kind of things. And kids can self-report too. When you start getting into teenagers and older kids that are having things happening, they can self-report. But that 1-800-96-ABUSE line is used by everybody. Once that happens, the investigator goes out, talks to the child, talks to the parents, and then they come before a judge at what's called a shelter hearing. And we do that in Escambia County where my office is in the juvenile justice courthouse. We do that every day at 1230. Um, If there was drama the night before that needs to come before the judge. And at that point, the judge says, yes, 
they need to be removed um, and guardian ad litems assigned. So that's where we get the assignment. And then our attorney, that mm-hmm. best interest attorney then, works on the case, the case manager's then assigned, and then we add a volunteer to that model. So okay. that volunteer is going out on a monthly basis, creating normalcy for that child, making sure they know they have somebody they can talk to and trust. That's amazing. We're going to talk about how you can personally get involved uh, coming up. I, you're going to stay with us for another 30 minutes. Oh, yes. Or forever. Yes. <laughs> Joan Irby with uh, Guardian Ad Litem. We'll be right back. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM. you when you come in your song choices are great i am saying yeah because they're in front of me but also yeah <laughs> no every time i make new intros for people they're just like okay which is good because they're not good i'm not a good singer something you don't do I'm you don't teach singing at guardian ed light i'm singing either so. i bet you're a good singer yeah you think no <laughs> i think i am but i'm not <laughs> I could pull up a karaoke track, whatever no, you want, Joan. You. Okay, no. Joan Irby. <laughs> so, it's not and, on my. It's not on my repertoire. I do not. Sing. Okay. <laughs> like I bet it is on George Santos's though. So just kidding. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. What? Because okay. No, and I'm not being political or anything, not, but that is hilarious, man. All this stuff. It's I like, know. wow, you're like that guy in my high school. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> we've all had them. We've all had them. You know. Um, Guardian ad litem, and we're with Joan Irby, and this is just one of the best things in the world, and it's it's been in the, the state of Florida for 40 years, and it's hard to think about, you know, if you haven't been into the uh, the system or you haven't known anybody that's had that issue, you might not give this, say, a second thought. And, I might oh, not even know that you can, you can help out in it because right. we don't want to spend money on marketing. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want to spend the money that the nonprofit gets. We want that to go to needs of children Absolutely. to promote normalcy. We don't want to do huge marketing campaigns. Now the state sometimes will do, you know, marketing campaigns sure. for us and that's great. But our, our goal is that we use the money that people donate to go to needs of children. That's amazing. And there are so many needs and it's not just a lot of times I think people might see this and think, well, there's a foster system and there's communities caring at Christmas and there's this and I've gave toys. This is way more than that. This, this is, is way, way more than, than that. that. Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, when I, I still volunteer, so I have so many great stories and it really, you know, you think, oh, I can't do this. It'll be too hard. Kids are just so, and I'm not going to say resilient because that term is overused because Resiliency comes from one caring adult, and I don't care who wants to argue that that with me or not. It is not always an innate thing inside of you that just makes you, oh, I'm going to come overcome this and pull my bootstraps, bootstraps up when I'm two years old. It's a caring adult in your life. It doesn't have to be your parent. It doesn't even have to be a teacher, but sometimes it will be your guardian ad litem, you know, and sometimes it it could be a teacher. It could be an aunt. It could be your grandma. You know, there are people in your life, but, you know, the average age of a child in foster care is seven and they have associated the trauma that happens when a child is removed to like serious military war combat zone absolutely sure because you think about it you know if you're um these kids are gathering their belongings but they can carry in a trash bag to leave the house they let you take anything because you know unfortunately meth is not the the biggest drug right now but if if they're taking out of a meth house you get nothing meth house i'm like 
I, I hadn't thought you about that, but of course, because of the chemical of that stuff, right? Nothing, right? So they're basically leaving with nothing, with nothing, not the know. clothes on their back, not. And there are, you know, and and we have great facilities here. We've been blessed. Gulf Coast Kids House, Santa Rosa Kids House, all those organizations. You know, those are right. great centers where when our kids do come into care and they have to go tell their hard stories, mm-hmm. they can do that there with licensed, trained sure. play therapists and, you know, really great services there so that we're not taking them to the police station and the hospital and the blah, blah, and the blah, you know, the courtroom. That's one thing, you know, our office is in the courthouse and it's, you know, sometimes oh, you guys are right I, there. We are right oh, there. Okay. You the said that and I thought you meant you house. go yeah. down there because you guys yeah. have to be there all the time, but oh. you guys are right in the courthouse. We're in the okay. Bruno Justice um, Juvenile Justice Center, which is next to Escambia County Sheriff's Department. Unless your child's been in DJJ or you're in the system <laughs> at some reason, right, right. you don't really know where that building is because the other end is the lockdown facility for DJJ. Oh. And, you know, that's the thing we don't want. We don't want our kids just transitioning from the dependency side of that building mm-hmm. to the DJJ. To the other side, side. sure. Yeah. And that happens a um, lot with uh, foster and not everybody. In, in foster care, certainly, but you have so much that happens at a young age. It is hard to relate. And that's one of the things that you guys well, help. Sometimes stop, it's yeah. for survival. Sure, I mean, sure. That child might be stealing stuff because they're hungry mm-hmm. or they have no money or they don't want to be embarrassed because they don't have shoes. I mean, there's so many oh, yeah. things, you know. Um, but a couple of years ago, I had uh, a and things that we don't even think about. But, you know, I was, I really, when I came in, I was like, oh, I just want to hold babies. Yeah, I yeah, sure. Babies. I don't sure. have babies. Well, the first time I went to see a substance exposed baby at NICU, not cuddly, not a happy thing. You know, they're screaming incessantly because they're coming. Because they're born addicted. From yeah. drugs. You know, so it's not what I thought. You know, you they've, they've talked about how you could just pick up the back of a onesie and pick the child up because they're so stiff sometimes. Oh, my You know, gosh. while they're doing that, they're having the withdrawals. So, you know, it's very traumatic. But at Sacred Heart, there are eight to ten babies you know, in that hospital at any given time, substance exposed oh. that those nurses are working with. That many? You know, there are a lot of kids. Yeah, a lot of babies. I, I'm so naive. I guess yeah. I, I don't think about yeah, that. And you we said don't think about that. Meth houses like that. I didn't realize that was. No, I'm just saying like. No, I, I understand what you're saying. House, Absolutely. Yeah. But like, and I know what I know about meth from there's a TV show, Breaking Bad. Everybody's seen it at the end. But uh, I and I, I'm sure that it happens around here. But is, I didn't know that would be an occurrence that. Oh, there was, so a few years ago in um, Santa Rosa County, and I don't ever tell any stories that aren't on the news, so I don't tell any secrets, okay. but um, there was a fourplex in Milton, a little unit that had mm-hmm. four units in it, and one of the tenants was making meth in their unit, shake and bake, two liter bottles, and they were, um, they had children in the house, and the two-year-old went and got a sippy cup out of the bathroom that had Drano in it and drank it. And a couple of things. I mean, first of all, that shows you that these children, for you to think that they're, oh, it's okay, they're watching those children, they're taking care of them, even though they're making drugs and using drugs, they're not. They're not in their right minds, you know. And so the the child actually, you know, they called 911 and the child was ended up being fine, had some surgery, you know, survived and all that, um, and ended up getting adopted out of state. But that there's a couple of things that happened when that happened was that there were three other tenants there that knew what was going on with that law. 
Ursula Sunshine law saying that everybody's a mandated reporter. They could have had charges brought up against them. They didn't, but they could have because they knew what was going on in that unit and were, did not, you know, feel it was important that those children be safe. You know, if you have um, so many times on the news, you know, before I got into this and every now and then you'd hear, oh, there's a two-year-old walking on the side of Yes, yeah, a nine nine mile, right, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, what? You know. um, That's mind-blowing, yeah. It is mind-blowing. But when you think about it, you know, we are expecting people, you know, when you do things like safety plans and things like that, where you're expecting people that have been addicted or misusing substance for years and years to get in their right mind because they have a little person with them now. Yeah, I don't think it just clicks like that. It doesn't click like that. You know, all the time we see people um, passed out in their car with children in the back seat. With children, right, yeah. Heroin in their arm with children in the back seat. That happens. I used to sit in for news all the time, and I would come home crying all the time. That happens every day, every day. Yeah, and, you know, Escambia County, we have have real serious issues here. And I feel like until the powers that be start looking at the children in this community, mm-hmm. instead of just focusing on the money that can be made on real estate and yeah, the right? beaches and building million dollar condos that nobody's going to live in. Yeah, you're not wrong. I know there's there's no affordable housing now anyway. The community. I know. So what are we looking at? We're looking at more children being homeless. We're yeah. looking at more p- kids living in cars, you know. Uh, some of us, uh, not but just a regular, oh. I, I hate to use the term normal too, but just like a regular job holding adult is having trouble paying rent hey, here. Yeah. Yeah. So I, their I, bills, you know, what are we going to do this year? Are we gonna, I mean, this, this month, are yep. we going to pay these bills? Are we going to get our kids this medicine? Are we going to take care of their health? Are we going to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's Gosh, really it's just, so hard. It's a hard time here. And we seem to have forgotten that because of the the superficial beauty of the area. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I'm saying that I've been in real estate 23 years. It is a beautiful area. Absolutely. Yeah. And you should totally buy. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) absolutely. Uh, But no, 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 but you're right though. The affordable housing is a huge problem. I would imagine that would impact foster care. And if, and if the other thing is, so then we want the foster families to take more kids. Of course. It's like, they don't make enough money doing that to actually then feed. and But there's yeah. a lot of... Oh, great- yeah, of course, inflation. I die. Yeah. So that, yeah. the other thing you were talking about was other ways people can help. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of great churches that have stepped up and doing like ministries. We have a church that does feeding fosters for city church. And it's basically when you think about it, you're taking in kids 24 seven, you might not have time to cook all the time. Well, they do casserole ministries, provide food. I mean, you think about just having somebody from a lawn care company coming and taking care of your grass and your yard once a month for you. Some Okay, landscapers, step up. You know, that's great. Right. Yes, There's a that, lot of ways you can I really help. Thought about that. If you can't necessarily do this, of course, I want you to do this because our goal as we a program it, yeah. is that every child have a volunteer, not just that case manager and that attorney, but that volunteer that's using their heart. My friends would say, "Oh, this will make me so sad. I'll cry every day." Okay, you might be the only person crying for that child. What an honor that's going to make a huge difference for that kid. I'm telling you, it will. It is 1016. It's News Radio 923 437 1620. If you want to text in and ask uh, questions, we're going to come right back and uh, talk about more ways that you can get involved. Landscaping. Like, who knew?
That'd be a huge help. Uh, it is Candy and Joan Irving, News Radio 923. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3.9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates As a Walgreens pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip, or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you with low-cost copays on many medications. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com slash Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida, brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable, like Joan Irby. So funny. You are so great. You do so much in the community. And uh, this is a woman that if you see her, you know the name. You're a realtor. And it's like, oh, that Joan Irby. (laughs) She's been in your family, the fabric of your life for a long time. It is uh, 1019. And this is the Guardian Ad Litem program and a powerful voice for Florida's children. It's the Florida Guardian Ad Litem program. And I remember, well, because it happened an hour ago, right before you got here. But just, I had no idea that uh, this program had been around for so long, 40 years in the state of Florida. Right, right, right. And, you know, we are a state office, so it's not, I mean, we're a budgeted line item Mm -hmm. on the state. So that is really encouraging. And that's how we've kept, you know, if you, if you're, in this community, you know, kind of nonprofits come and go and fly by the night and no, sure, see sure. our pants. And um, that's one thing when I first started looking at this program, even to volunteer, you know, that was important to me. First of all, that I didn't need to know nothing about nothing. They were going to do right, all right. the training. That's right. That's right. You know? And I do have a training coming up uh, this coming up Thursday in my office, the 19th. Okay. So we do an in-person training class. We have online training. We pay for your fingerprints for that level two background oh, okay. screening. Um, and then you do two hours of court observation so you can kind of see what it looks like you know going through this process for a child Um, but yeah it's really just we kind of 
try to make sure that everything's covered for that volunteer. Man, and that's great. That is amazing. And I know like Big Brothers Big Sisters is, do, I don't know if you guys work with them or oh, not. I know Paula it's Shell's completely amazing. different. Isn't she the best? Paula yes, is Paula Shell is the bomb. She was my volunteer for a little bit because, oh, yeah, we, yeah, I can um, see that. You know, and that is a, that's a, um, um, more timely. I mean, right, that's, right. that's a lot more time because our court order is one visit a month. Mm-hmm. And I don't so, want anybody to confuse no, the two. No, They're both but, different and both important. But like I was saying, you know, anything you're doing for a child, you're investing in our future. You're investing in our community. So mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt my feelings. You want to be a big, that's. No, yeah. You know, do both. That's but yeah, absolutely. Do it all. <laughs> do it all. Yeah. Uh, but, but find your lane. You know, you were mm-hmm. saying, you know, I'd want to take them all home. That's not our lane. You know, if somebody's called to adopt or foster, mm-hmm. that's their lane. But as guardian ad litem, that's not what we do. We know that we're going monthly and checking, building that relationship. The child has somebody safe to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, and depending on the age of the child, you know, that, that could be just playing you know blocks or puzzle with them in the floor and just getting used to seeing your face to think that person came again I had a little four-year-old girl and um that I was volunteering with and it was her birthday and so I took cupcakes to school oh I went into school she didn't remember my name she's like you brought me cupcakes? I said, for your whole class, it's your birthday. She said, it's my day. She didn't even know it was her birthday. It was so precious, though. Yeah. But that was such a lasting impression. I had her for a little over a year visiting because we asked for a 12-month commitment. And it was like every time she'd go, you remember that time you brought cupcakes? Aww. And I'd be like, <laughs> I, I, day. I bet that was the best day. Sure, sure. It was. Yeah. My gosh. And it, I bet you have a lot of success stories yeah. about like that. Yeah, we do with the kids like that. You know, unfortunately, a lot... We don't have enough reunification success stories. And, you know, like I say, if we'll help these families on the front end, churches step up. You start finding somebody in your church that's looking like, you know, they're needing some help, some services. Step up. Be a friend. Absolutely. Yeah, be a leader. a single mom in your neighborhood that might need a timeout, needs to go get her nails done. Give her a gift card and go watch your kids for. Absolutely. You know, to keep them from maybe coming into the system. Not to get your nails done will keep you from coming into the system, but. No, but sometimes they need that that break sometimes. They need a break. We did get a text that says, unfortunately, the idea of, quote, not around here is now just, uh, just down our home street or very nearby. And that's true. Yeah. Oh. Um, and we have hundreds, maybe thousands of people and families one paycheck away from being homeless. Very true to inflation, deeply harming all people that's, other than the super rich. That is rich. exactly the yeah. truth. And you everybody's know, struggling. There's some things that you can look at when you start seeing this kind of poverty, because what we've always seen is generational poverty in this group. I mean, we see yeah, the generational right. poverty and we, like I said earlier, you know, we're just going to make sure you know how to get an EBT and HUD housing. You know, that's all we're going to Yeah, gonna there's a lot you. more to it than that. There's a lot yeah. more to it than that. But now what we're seeing is what we call situational poverty, mm-hmm. which we're, we're poor because eggs are expensive and rent right. is outrageous. And the electric bill has gone out mm-hmm. of, I mean, that's oh my gosh, three yeah. things mm-hmm. right there in this community that everybody's complaining about. So think about the stress of that, mm-hmm. trying to pay your bills and then having a two-year-old, a three-year-old and a four-year-old. A lot of that stress sometimes is going to come out on those kids. Absolutely. So whenever you start seeing that kind of stuff, now you might not see it in the higher echelons, you know, of those higher uppers making all the money, Mm -hmm. but you're going to see that in some of these communities that might not have ever had abuse, you know, because the stress, you know, and I hate to, I bet it's way more widespread now. I don't mean, or maybe it just gets worse or does it get better every year? Um, 
Uh, it hasn't gotten better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I, I can't imagine that it's not worse because of, yeah. of all these yeah. things. And COVID, you know, COVID was and a COVID. whole nother. We, for a, a short period of time, couldn't visit children directly. Oh we had to do Zoom. Right. Oh, man. If you I bet try to Zoom with a two-year-old, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Or, you know, even talking to an older kid when you're out there, how are you doing? Good. How's school going? Fine. Do you like doing it online? No. I mean, that's right. Like, right. You do. Yeah. Real interactive. <laughs> they're, they're just like adults here. Yeah. yeah when they're not on air. It's a 1024. We're going to come right back and find out more ways that you can get involved with this amazing program. It's Guardian Ad Litem and Joan Irby joins us today. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, poor candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizin Kizumab Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this Tuesday morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Mom, can we have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Wake up with Andrew McKay in the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi in Pensacola right now on News Radio 923. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's Pep Talk, and uh, man, this is just trying not to cry the whole time. Uh, Guardian Ad Litem program. We're joined by Joan Irby. And how long have you been with the program? Twelve years. My gosh. Mm-hmm. And you you came in as a volunteer, yes, and then they got you. This is a it's an amazing program, and of course, helping kids and and foster care, making sure that they have that one person that that can speak up for them. Yes. A um, couple things I'd like to mention because maybe volunteering is not your lane, but you want to support the program. So um, my volunteers come from every walk of life and I have sometimes um, organizations, I have restaurants that will donate, you know, a month, maybe April Great. for Child Abuse Awareness, mm-hmm. donate part of their proceeds. Um, but February 13th, one of my awesome volunteers, Don Hamill, is doing a premiere 
um, for her movie Savages at mm-hmm. the Sanger. And so part of the proceeds from buying the tickets will go to the prog- uh, go to the uh, Northwest Florida Guardian Adelaide and Foundation. Oh, that's so, cool. So yeah. when you're going to go see Savages, you want to see it at the right. Sanger that Monday before Valentine's. What a great pre-Valentine today There date. you go. Yes. That would be good. It and you'll be, be so helping crowded. Yeah, things it, won't be as crowded. That's you true. Eat dinner before. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, except yeah. Global Grill because they're not open on Mondays. Yeah, that's right. A <laughs> few places aren't. But, uh, right. But this is this is great. Savages, February 13th at the Sanger. And uh, some of the proceeds are all uh, the, proceeds, part the proceeds. Part of the proceeds are, are going to the Guardian Ad Litem program. Right. Exactly. So anything, you know, call me. Let's talk about how your business, your organization, or let me talk in front of your group about how they can help. You know, everybody, it helps your business. It helps your organization if people volunteer. Um, so, yeah, let's get your folks volunteering if you own a business or over an organization here locally. And uh, how does somebody get involved? Um, reach out to me. I do have a Facebook page. Joan Irby, I-R-B-Y. There you go. Or you can call the office, 850-595-3746. Or my email is joan.irby at G-A-L. Dot fl dot gov is that the website gal oh it's a guardian dot org yeah you can it's log the on. state site that's yeah. right and so uh, if you're not even in this county you can mm-hmm. do it by the county you're in that's right and it'll come right to you and again it's such a phenomenal program and we're so lucky to have people you know like like you in this community it's it's always that big heart that uh, certainly helps and i know that you inspire others it was she told me before we went on air like oh i started as a volunteer and then and what do you do now for Guardian Ed Community Outreach Coordinator. Man, I can trainer. see why. I do the training. <laughs> I, I do. I love training people. Mm-hmm. I love talking about the program. So, yeah, let me talk to your group, whoever's out there listening. That's right. You had a church group or a civics group, Rotary. <laughs> you're no stranger to Rotary. Uh, that's right. So, please.